Hey, 336ers, before we get started, I want to share with you about our newest sponsor we're really excited about. Them. They are called Podcorn, podcorn.com. It's a marketplace that connects podcasters with great podcast sponsors. So you're going to be hearing a lot more, well, not a lot more, but one a week uh, sponsors coming on to this podcast show to help us get through this new season. So it's all going to be host-read ads, maybe once in a while an interview or a discussion based around a product, all thanks to Podcorn. They do. Uh, there's no middleman. Podcorn reaches out to podcasters and connects them with appropriate sponsors that you, the listener, would be interested in. Their marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, the creative freedom, and full control on how to do the podcast, how to do the ads, so they're not even giving me a script for this. You can click on the link in the show notes or go on over to podcorn.com. So we want to thank podcorn.com for sponsoring this episode. And if you're doing a podcast, as we know, there's many podcasts coming up for Baltimore sports. Go check out podcorn.com forward slash podcasters in order to check it out. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. How's things up in uh, Maryland? Uh, things are good. Things are good, Josh. Things are happening. Right. You guys got that whole required to wear the mask, so I think your numbers are going down even more, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I welcome. check every day and hospitalizations numbers all uh-huh. this going down 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 we'll yeah. be done you with know, this thing by the end of the and end of the month good good maybe uh maybe maybe fans in baseball stadiums or at least fans for the ravens by the fall uh you know what i did today hopefully wear a mask i did wear a mask i also went and got a coronavirus test oh yeah and what did it say yeah huh have oh, well, you had the results yet no no i got it i went and took the test today so it's like two to four days uh, was there a reason you you got the test? Yeah, because Mandy has locked me in the bedroom since uh, Monday and won't let me leave the bedroom or be around the kids or anything until I get a negative coronavirus test. Why, you had a cough or something? Because a guy at work had the coronavirus and another guy on a construction site that I went to had a coronavirus. So it's the first time I actually know someone who has the coronavirus. Hmm. Florida's blowing up right now, hitting close to home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so I went and let them, and they shoved the big stick up my nose, and it's, uh, it was no fun. But I took care of it, and then I'll find out in a few days that I don't have the virus, and then I'll be around, I'll have to be around the kids again. Yeah. So. Emily never still has gotten the test, but she took an antibodies test, I guess, which right. is supposed to test whether you've had it. Yeah, it sounds um, like she's kind of skipping the process, like not just jumping straight to the uh, I already had it test. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, we, we all just kind of assumed that she already had it. 
But right. yeah, it, it feels like things are in Maryland at least things are opening up now. Like today, I went to the zoo. The zoo just opened back up. Um, I went to the zoo. I went to happy hour yesterday with my you, friends. You are going out to more stuff than I am down here in Florida, and Florida's been open longer. Well, I don't I, go out anywhere. I I'm go to finally, work. Well, the numbers are going down. I'm finally emerging out of my hole. I'm wearing a mask everywhere, though, but I'm emerging out of my hole. Josh, are things starting to lock down in Florida now, though, with the uh, uptick in numbers? In, in certain areas. Like the Florida Keys has it bad, so they've got mandatory masks down there. Uh, Tampa, I, some areas of Jacksonville have it bad, but not really. you got to remember that Florida's the size of the Northeast. Right. So, like, where there's a big problem in Florida is not – I'm in St. John's County. St. John's County is not having a problem. Uh, Tell that to Miami, your coworkers, but okay. Well, that's one guy. <laughs> Miami is, and Miami is as close is, – you are closer to New York City than I am to Miami. Right. So, when you hear Florida is blowing up, sure it is. But it's also very convenient to push Florida is blowing up because it fits the Trump's destroying everything. This is a Trump – Republican state, when really it's no, this is a gigantic state. Well, yeah, in fairness, I think everyone was waiting for Florida to go off a cliff like two months ago yes. or three months ago. And we were all kind of, I don't want to say mad that didn't happen, but we're like, what the heck? We're following all these precautions. Right. Florida's doing whatever they want, yet their numbers are down. Yeah, and so now, now, now's our chance to stick it to you guys. Yeah, but again, just like everything with this, it's all in how you. Read the numbers because, yeah, the cases are going up, but it's younger people with the cases. So, so the, the hospitalizations, death, rate, death rates are plummeting and yeah, hospitalizations yeah. are still low. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, it's young people because guess what? It's beautiful weather down here and all the young people are going out to the beach. And you know what sucks? Wearing a mask on the beach. Yeah. But isn't it, Josh, isn't it more because I went to happy hour. I was, we were sitting outside and I didn't wear a mask outside, but we were, you know, spread out. Right. But because isn't it my concern is like going into bars, right? Like going inside where I think you see a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And I wear a mask whenever I go inside and I have been doing that. So yeah, the zoo when I go into places, I wear a mask. But there are a lot of – you get a lot of people down here in Florida that do have the stupid attitude of, of it's, it's all overblown. Or yeah. it's not, well, it is overblown, but the attitude of it's a, it's a hoax. I feel like uh, there's that great Seinfeld. This is just a random Seinfeld scene that I always remember where where uh, Jerry Seinfeld says, like, he's sick of shaking everything, right? Like, he's, he's got an OJ in his hand. He's like, I'm not going to shake it. Everything now you got to shake. I'm sick of it. I'm protesting. I'm not going to shake. And then uh, 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 Lane takes it and, like, shakes it just a little bit. It's like, yeah, this is a real burden. This is a real, real hard. Right. That's what I feel like. Like, like it's it's wearing a mask. It's not anything tremendously that that's burdensome. But yet people are making this big stand. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to yeah, do it. It's wearing a mask. It's, it's not that serious. Yeah, I know. I don't care. Yeah. Not that much of a burden. Who cares? If you have to wear a mask so that we can get back to life as normal, that's fine. But don't tell me that we have to wear masks forever. Don't tell me you're going to, oh, I'll no longer shake hands for the rest of my life. Just get over it and treat it for a couple months. The people, if you take it to extremes on either side, you're ridiculous. Right. And that's what, and clearly not, people don't know about this stuff. Even, like, experts don't know because you'll hear no. experts talk about, you know, th- don't shake hands for the rest of your life. To that thing, it could be – it could go go away uh, uh, after a short amount of time. So it's – yeah, so there's am, just a lot of unknowns. I am still shaking hands once in a while. I haven't – because the tree I fall, man, I haven't, I haven't shaken another hand since the tree man. Because I fall into that trap of, of business-wise yeah. where I go and meet a GC or something and then I immediately go and uh, – 
Purell. I keep I keep a big thing of Purell in my cup holder. Hmm. So. All right. But, but that's, Josh, our, that's our Corona update. Corona update, but baseball's back, baby. Yeah. And you know what? I was telling someone today, I feel like, all right, I don't know the political way to rephrase it right now, but I feel like I should stay away from baseball. But no, I'm just like a beaten spouse that keeps going back and going mm. back and going back. That baseball, we know it was all about money. We know this stupid argument was about money. I don't care. Baseball is back. I'm all excited. Let's like, go. Everything like, is awesome. Yeah. I compare it to watching season 10 of The Office. You know it's not going to be as good, but you're you're so far into The Office that you can't stop now. Um, yeah, everything is awesome. We're, we're going to have baseball again. Right? Like, we're going to have baseball again? This yeah. is not another tease. There's been a lot of teases, Josh. Oh. There well, will be uh, baseball, right? I think so. You never know what happens if, like, a bunch of COVID cases pop up or something. But, yeah, we're going to have baseball. It's starting at the end of the month, and then the season starting July 23rd, 24th, right? Yeah, July 1st report and July 24th, 25, 26th, start the season. So, all right, so let's let's talk about this season just in general before we even get to how it affects the Orioles. Okay. So the plan is 60 games Yep. over 65 days. Yep. That's a lot of baseball. Love it. It's awesome. And yeah. and that means a lot of baseball on TV because we haven't had anything. When's the NBA – the NBA is having trouble now. Like, they might not come back now, yeah, right? I, know. I'm, I, I got a lot of money, Josh, on the NBA returning before baseball season, and I'm starting to get a little nervous. <laughs> I thought that was in the right. bag. Now I'm starting no, to get a little NBA, bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. And I saw uh, the NFL training camp is going to start like the 28th or something of July. Like, right after baseball. Yeah. But still, that's just training camp. So, baseball, it sounds like, might be the only sport in town for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if, if you don't count golf and NASCAR, which we don't, then, <laughs> no, no. then yeah. No, the only sport that's going to be on every day of the week. Uh, Josh, 60 games, 65, 65 days. Yeah. Doesn't that sound a little soft to you? Like, I was hoping for, and I haven't, we haven't seen a schedule or anything. But I was hoping for double header actions here. Like I was hoping for something crazy, like sixty games in forty days or something. I know we do a bunch of double headers, but no. But it's it makes sense. You're, they're worried about players' health, not COVID related, but just players' health as right. in overwork. not being able overwork, not being able to get into shape with just three weeks of spring training, and uh, which I don't get. I don't understand the need for spring training at all. As far as I'm concerned, these guys should have been working out all this time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's their job. Why wouldn't you be doing this all this time? Yeah, I, I see Tom it. Brady out there throwing the ball. I see Lamar Jackson throwing the ball. You mean a pitcher's not in the backyard tossing? Yeah, that's that. some of the stuff always cracks me up as far as, like, now going through health things and, like, what are we going to do health-wise? It's right. like I was watching the uh, – for my county. I don't want to drag my county in the butt here. But I was watching the budget meetings with, uh, like, the county council and their superintendent. <laughs> You're getting desperate for some TV time. Josh, this stuff is so entertaining. It's like five characters, unique personalities, going at it over a budget deficit. But they keep on saying, like, we have no idea what the fall brings. Right. And I'm like, guys, you know exactly what the fall brings. Either it'll be like this or a little worse or a little better. Like, that is what the fall is going to bring. So don't keep on saying we have no idea what's going to happen. I feel like my concern is the same with baseball. Like, we have no idea what will happen if players come down with coronavirus. No, no. Like, I, you should know exactly what's going to happen if, what, in these, in these yeah. situations. I feel like there's a lot of people just, like, sticking their heads in the sand, and they don't want to, like, they don't want to progress. 
Yeah. Don't want to make don't want to make a plan. Just hide until it's over. Wake yeah. me up when it's done. Um, did you see Ezekiel Elliott? He's been doing some interviews this week because no, he has no. he's the first like big name NFL player to have the coronavirus. Right. So now he's doing a lot of interviews about how guys we got to be careful. We got to wear masks. We uh, sure. I don't even know if we can have a season this year. This is serious. But you know what Ezekiel and, and Dak Prescott were doing three months ago when all this was going down. Instead of door, when everyone was locking down, they were going out to clubs. Yeah. And they were posting online about hanging out with their friends and stuff while everyone else was locked down. Yeah. And now he's taking it all serious because he got it. Yeah. And we were talking about this, Josh, months ago. We, had, we were having the conversation, if this is going to be around for years, then yeah. it, we need to have the conversation of how, how, to have, how to live with it. Right, right. Just like the flu and uh, whatever else, shingles, chicken pox cancer we've learned how life goes on with these things yeah. so sure um, um but but and but and, but that that goes along with this whole spring training idea like i agree like two weeks it's two weeks which is not very long but at the same time it should not be a surprise to any baseball player that games are now happening right, and this right. is all i think this is all pitchers right as far as getting their innings it's in pitchers it's pitchers yeah uh, and I guess not every pitcher has access to a mound, but every pitcher has access yeah. to a mound. I have access a to a mound. Do you have a I catcher? I can walk over to the middle school. I can, a put a bu- I can put a bucket behind home plate. I can get if all right. Let's if if you or I was a major league pitcher, making millions of dollars or even making one million dollars a year, even league minimum. Yeah, league minimum. What would you and I be doing during? What would you and I be doing during this time? I'd be out at the club. I'd be out at the jetty. See you at the jetty with Larry Bigby. Whichever one of us is the pitcher would be throwing, and whichever one of us is not in the big leagues would be catching for them so that we can get going. You have a friend or a family member that can catch for you. You don't need Adley Rushman back there in order for you to warm up your arm. But isn't it different, like, getting some in-game? I don't even know what spring training will look like. Are there going to be inter-squad games? Yes, yes. So spring training. But they're not going to play other teams. No, so spring training is going to be inter-squad games. In Baltimore. Yeah, for the Orioles, they are going to have spring training in Camden Yards. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's way too hot down here. You don't want to do it in Florida. No, Florida is miserable yeah. in the summer. But, so, yeah, so the Orioles are going to do it in spring, in spring training. And uh, it'll be the, the Orioles. So the, they're doing the team plus a 30-player taxi squad. And that taxi squad, once the season starts, so that taxi squad will do spring training with Is the that team. the official term, taxi squad? Yes. Yes. Okay, isn't that a little bit dated? A little antiquated? I don't know. I mean, shouldn't it be an Uber squad? A I, Lyft squad? I, you know what? As long as taxi squad is not racist, I think we're okay right now. Okay. I think they need to be careful about anything they name anything nowadays, but yes. Uh, and it's the taxi squad because... For one, the players are banned from riding in taxis. They're allowed to ride in Ubers, but no public transportation. So the taxi squad mean, is in reference to you taxi players around, not they get in taxis. Right. So that's about you 30 Uber players. players around. <laughs> right. right. There's, you got 30 Uber players. Uber squad. Uh, that, why don't it, Major League Baseball should have worked out a deal and say, Uber, Lyft, which one of you wants to sponsor us? That's what we'll call it. Yeah, you can have the squad. Yeah. Like the G so like, League for the Gatorade League right. in the NBA, yeah. Exactly. It's like the G League. So the the taxi squad will once the season starts, the taxi squad will play at one of the minor league parks. 
So they'll probably be in Bowie or Aberdeen or Frederick, one of them. Hopefully Frederick. I feel What's like- wrong with Delmarva? How you, why are you hating on Salisbury? Delmarva's too far away, I think. It's got to be within 100 miles of uh, Camden Yards because they, are, because they are only doing bus transportation. Hmm. Yeah. Salisbury's so, probably like 120, 130. Yeah, I think so. And Salisbury Stadium sucks. Let's be real. So, uh, it's uh, at least for fans, it's it's not the best. And I believe, if I remember from Salisbury, the players have to walk through the fans to get to the field. Hmm. And they've had a bunch of COVID outbreaks here. Right, right. Because all the chicken, uh, whatever. If I was the Orioles, I would try to play. I would go for Aberdeen. Because that's just a nice little facility, and it's close by. Uh, I believe that. I mean, wouldn't Aberdeen be closer than Bowie? Uh, to I Baltimore? Believe. Yeah. Or is they about the same? I think Bowie's the closest. Is but Bowie I don't know. I would guess. I was just right. Bowie's the closest. So, yeah, I would go Bowie or Aberdeen. I'd try to go close. Though I like Frederick. I think they have a great stadium. Um, and fans aren't going to be in any of these games, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be which has the nicest facilities right. to to do their thing. Yeah. So this is like, like your this is your B squad, your G G team, your um, and then three of those guys from your taxi squad will travel with your team to away games, but one of them has to be a catcher. Right. So, all right. So sixty games, sixty five days, uh, and the Orioles. You're only playing your division and then the National League equivalent of your division. So you still so, got 26 men plus the three? Yeah. And then yep. you could, I well, guess, starts, bring in Texas squad guys if needed. It starts with a 30-man roster plus three. And then as the season goes on, it drops to 28 and then 26 and 24 or something like that. Hmm. So it works its way down. Um, okay. Now, and then, yeah, you travel with three of them. So you can always bring people up and down in order to – make it work can i say I something know. dumb yeah um thank you, you. thank you i usually do i don't get the need i know since this thing started we just assumed there'd be a texas squad i don't get the need for having extra guys to play 60 games like i get maybe yeah. a couple bullpen arms <laughs> but like oh boy can't play 60 games Cal no, you played you're forgetting you're forgetting about why it's yeah. all for the coronavirus it's all because if one or two players get it they have to be quarantined for two weeks all right but like why do you need to start the season with 30 guys on the roster oh that's 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 pitchers that's because a pitcher is complaining about their arms you so you have five extra pitchers do pitcher yeah. but pitchers still have to pitch at least an inning right i don't know they got they made some others i think so i haven't seen that rule changed some of the rule changes is universal dh yeah uh which makes sense because baseball and the players association both want that that thing made sense 20 years ago right so now we're getting finally pushed into that and i assume that'll be here to stay for good uh let's see extra innings a a runner starts on second base i love this yeah i hate that okay i love that so much i don't like it because i love the 17 18 19 inning games i love the tension of that yeah i feel like this is though a 60 game funky year so we should yeah. try a bunch of insane things. Oh, and I'm cool just with that. Throw it at the wall. I think I was surprised. Insane ideas that that that, that I say. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. it'll make the game fun. Like, I go. agree. I and I, I'm okay with it for 60 games. I think they should have announced robot umpires. I think 60 games. You should have done it. Um, but I didn't see that on the list. And I like again they, what the man on second base does is it again adds to the fact of 
this is only 60 games. Anything can happen. Yeah. Because suddenly you get the teams that all you got to do is get that guy in from second. All right, just hit the ball far. You're here. You just put a big bat up at the plate and just hit it into the outfield and let him tag up. I guess, yeah, or just bunt it. I'd be interesting, like, the yeah. like small ball strategy. Right, um, like, do you do the small teams... ball and bunt the guy around? Or yeah. do you put, put Chris Davis up there and say, just hit it? Or, like, hit. yeah, or, or you have three guys you have a chance to hit a single to score the time right. run. Yeah. Like, I think there would be interesting strategy questions with that. Yeah, and it'll be, again, I think Major League Baseball said last year 8% of the games went into uh, extra innings. So... Who knows how that'll go this year? We won't see it a whole lot, but it'll be fun and something different. Yeah. Um, they took away the rule that position players can't pitch until the extras. That was a new rule that started last year, and they took that away because, again, of the lack of men and pitchers worried about their arms. So you can put a position player at any time to pitch. Um, Just, did I miss any other rules? I think that's it. No, that that sounds about right. No, no spitting, no sunflower seeds, Are, is no, there any uh, tobacco, none of that stuff. Has there been no slapping each other on the butt? Has there been no high rules as far as like dugout behavior? Are they going to be wearing masks in the dugout? Is there been talk they about that? I, I haven't seen anything about masks. I've seen, I've seen no high fives, no no fist no high bumps, fives, no, no high fives, bumps. no fist bumps, unless absolutely necessary. Hmm. How so, will players um, ce- celebrate one another? Do you think? Um, I don't know. Just waves. You think they'll just I mean, wave? A guy hits a home run. I mean, he goes back to the dugout and there's a bunch of waves. Uh, probably no. Wave you wave your uh, towel. Hmm. Oh, and that reminds me, pitchers. Pitchers can take out their own rosin bag, but have you seen pitchers are not allowed to lick their fingers? Hmm. So did you see how they're handling that? No. Each pitcher can keep a wet rag in his pocket. Uh, I was. That's too bad. I was hoping you'd say like. Each pitcher can designate one player to lick his fingers one, for him. One liquor. Yeah, one liquor. They which I a, thought, oh, uh, that'd be cool. I bet right. I'd be a pretty good liquor. Right. <laughs> Just a designated liquor. Yeah. Some guy who's like alive that. on his tongue. Yeah, a guy that we know, like, he, he gets tested, like, every 60 minutes. With the, with the quick test, just yeah. to be the designated liquor. Liquor. Because the concern is that you lick, you lick and you get the coronavirus on the ball. And that's right. how it's spread through licking. Exactly. That's interesting. Exactly. Yeah, this is a whole tennis market so, balls conversation yeah. type thing. Yeah. Right. So they're going to swap balls out around a lot and all that, and uh, try to avoid people on the on the field as much as you can, and also. And are they going to auction no, off the coronavirus balls, like balls that were infected with the coronavirus? Right. They should have no. But off what more. they should do is they should auction off like the home run balls or something, because oh, yeah. the home run balls are just going to be landing in empty seats. Hey, are they? Any word on miking up players with no fans? No word on that stuff yet. I is, hope that we got they got to find a way to make TV the TV thing like really cool and different. Maybe bring so, in some Japanese announcers because I saw Adam Jones hit that home run, and I love when Japanese announcers call home runs. That's one of my favorite things. It reminds me. <laughs> I like you sneaking Jones in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, that was fun to see. It, it made me smile. Yeah, it reminded me of my old high school days watching Japanese wrestling. No, those, but, but is there 
official word on fans? Like, is it official there's going to be no no fans, or is that still up in the air? Uh, I think that's still up in the air. I saw NFL made an announcement this week about fans where NFL said they're blocking off the first four or five rows to keep fans away from players, and then after that it's going to be based on the jurisdiction. So ah. the NFL is not going to make the decision. They're going to make the city of Baltimore make the decision for Ravens. So so the Ravens could have fans and, and the, the Dolphins not. could have no fans. Or, yeah, Steelers yeah. could have no fans. Yeah, or like maybe Tampa because – no, Tampa's outdoors. What's an indoor stadium? Uh, the Colts, yeah. The, yeah, like the Colts maybe because it's indoors they won't want fans. But yeah. the outdoor stadiums will be a little more open. I don't know. I did read – so there's talk about Nashville – have you seen this? Which clearly, all right. Baltimore, Nashville. I've heard, down, the, I've heard this before. Down. I've heard I know, this before, Josh. I don't want to hear anything more uh-huh. about it. I know that Nashville triggers and Nashville baseball triggers Hate Nashville. Uh, Oriole fans. So there's I, talk of a, of a little minor league, like two teams, like two, three teams made of veterans that's going to play like 40 games down in Nashville using the Sounds Stadium. And those guys are, and that's going to be in partnership with the Major League Baseball. And that will be like if the Orioles suddenly need a pitcher, they can sign one of these guys from this free agent team hmm. or something, which is weird. But the whole reason I bring that up is because they, Nashville has came out and said, we're going to allow fans into those games, 25% full. Hmm. It's starting at the end of July, which is when baseball season starts. Hmm. So I think. So I'm telling. So I'm telling you, there's a chance. You say Maryland numbers are going down. I mean, they, they opened up the zoo today. Like people walk around yeah. the zoo. I, I mean, I know so, it's outside, but baseball stadiums are outside. Right. So I, maybe I could see it happen. I could see fans happening. I know, and I will hop on an airplane to come back and go to an Oriole game if they open it up for 25 percent or whatever. I mean, I saw was it Ryan Blake on Twitter. I like this idea. He booked a room. Um, at the what the, the Hyatt right there for that weekend for yeah for that weekend the twenty fourth through the twenty sixth or whatever that's, so. that's a good idea that's smart thinking yeah so. that balcony be crowded if there's no fans right and it sucks for him if that's a road series for for the Orioles yeah he said it's it's refundable so like okay all right he can get his money back if it's a road series gotcha but, so I uh, so the Orioles are gonna play like about. 40 of their games, I think it works out to 40 games against the AL East. Right. And then 20 against the NL East. So that means Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, and then Nationals, Phillies, Mets, Braves. That's a, that's a tough uh, – some tough teams. Yeah, yeah. Before getting your take on how you think those will do, Josh, in general, like looking at the 60 games, are you like pumped to have baseball or are you kind of – this kind of is just kind of as a sucky version of a season. You know, I was thinking, oh, this is a sucky version until like I was get until I started doing prep and getting ready for the for the podcast, and then I was like, you know what, baseball's back. I'm excited. I'm all in. Yeah, that's. I feel the same exact way. When I first heard it, I was like, yeah, whatever. But then like today, I was just kind of thinking about the Orioles roster and their yeah. lineup and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I'm actually excited about this. Thing. Right, and I'm like, you know what? Anything can happen. It's 60 games. We've seen weirder things happen. The Orioles get hot for a month, and who knows? Yeah, yeah, and so I'm excited it's just weird. to see baseball. I'm excited just to see Hans Arberto swing at the first pitch tomorrow. I'm excited for, you know, Gary Thorne. But yeah. I'm excited for all these things. Um, I'm excited for Brandon Hyde quotes. I'm excited for a potential Brandon Hyde, Christian feud. I um, hope that Masson and the Orioles – 
are like thinking through and getting creative on how do we make this a really cool TV product. Because I don't want the same comments every game about, oh, it's, it's quiet here. I can hear, you can hear the dugout. I don't want, I want, I want the Oriole bird running around the, fan, the stands. I want, I want inflatable people in the stands or mannequins or something. And I want players mic'd up. Somehow this has to be fun and entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I get that on the one hand. On the other hand, it's 60 games and we're desperate for sports. So like, yes. oh, I'm gonna I, watch I would take 60. baseball sure. with no, with no announcers, no one mic'd up, just playing baseball silently. I would take that right now because I'm so desperate for baseball and sports. Yeah. Do you think they try to keep it as normal as possible? Like, do you think we have a seventh inning stretch? Well, life on the farm is kind of laid hmm. back. Like, can you do this with <laughs> and everyone just stand around? Well, it's awkward. And and this happens in commercial. So, like, it would just be, like, if, if, if you go to commercial, like, that'll just be for the yeah. players. And well, you always get it, like, yeah, or you get, like, the God Bless America coming back. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe base, Maybe baseball avoids the whole thing and doesn't, like, if they don't do the national anthem, don't do God Bless America and say, hey, we're just doing it because of the coronavirus. Then they can avoid all the other controversies about nationalism right now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I mean, it's less controversial in baseball, more in NFL. But, yeah, I get your yeah. point. But, but I think, like, all... but but first of all, I tend to lean that there will be fans. But even if there aren't fans, there will certainly be a lot of people around the stadium while games are happening, right? And yes. S- and so I think it would be cool – to hear all the music of the stadium that you always that you usually hear as That's you're milling true. around the outside of the stadium. If so. you're over at the Hyatt, if you're up against the fence, kind of like that no fan game. Yeah, yeah. Like there's going to be people just kind of hanging out all around there. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. Um, according, I just did a little Google of MLB fans. And according to the Houston Astros owner, which is a weird person to ask when Texas is probably having the biggest problem right now with the coronavirus, he says the plan is to get fans back into the stadium. Yeah. So uh, that's all. I mean, that's encouraging. And I, uh, I would love for the Orioles to say, hey, we're open, our opening day is July 26th. Maryland's looking great. We're going to have opening day. We're going to do it 25 50%. Season ticket holders, we're going to check your email. You're the first ones to get tickets. Yeah, yeah. That'd I be mean, awesome. I mean, the way the numbers are dropping, that I think is a very conceivable and possibility. Also, when – as you got to remember, as the numbers dropped, we've also, outside of Florida, we have learned on – we've learned how to – how to get along and how to work out this way and how to get walk around with face masks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like You're- I imagine – they would require, like, some type of separation and some type of, like, wear face masks. Absolutely. I don't know how, it'll be I don't like know the, how you fully do that, but yes. It'll be like they do at the zoo. It's very clear. You have face, face mask areas where you go in that area. Like, when you go to get your ticket, you have to wear a face mask. Right. But when you go to other areas, like just walking around the park, you don't need to wear a face mask. But when you go to concessions, like you got to wear a face mask. So I think okay, just, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and so I think it'd be the same thing, right? Like if you go to concessions, wear a face mask. When you're in your seating bowl just by yourself, you, you don't need to wear right. a face mask. But then somehow they got to do it where like we can sit together as a family, but then they're six feet with other people so that we don't have to wear a face mask. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the tickets because, work like that. Because yeah. what you don't want, 
as much as you don't want the story and the headline on ESPN to be Mike Trout got the coronavirus, what you don't want it to be is 100 people who went to Camden Yards has coronavirus. Right. So you got to they, they got to figure that out. But I would so this is where like the NFL has the NFL is really smart and they've been planning on this uh, for a long sorry. Uh, Gigi's texting me and interrupted me at the same time. Uh, it popped up on the corner of my, my laptop screen, and it says, turn on Fox. Uh, Tucker is going to talk about UFOs in America. And that kind of threw me off as a text message from uh, Gigi. But the NFL, they're talking openly about this, and they're saying, yeah, we've been planning this. We're cleaning balls. We've got plans for fans to come back. We're doing all this prep work. Where Major League Baseball, I feel like, I don't trust as much that they've got a plan to put together because of how much they blew the negotiations to come back when we knew for months this was going to be an issue and they were going to have to figure this out. Major League Baseball screwed that up. So I'm like, can you, are you going to screw up the health and well-being of getting fans back in? Because we all know that you need fans to make money. And what about how does that work with the players? Like, if the players – I mean, if I was a player – I would try to negotiate for more money if fans came in. And if you're telling me and negotiating with me that you can't pay me more money because there's no fans, and suddenly you're telling me that there's fans, that's going to bring up more anger where we already were not – there's no peace in MLB, MLBPA negotiations. It's just a, a pause while we play this season. Yeah, this is not a, a kumbaya, we finally found an agreement and we're holding hands going the season, marching no. marching step by step with one another. No, this was, no. we're all pissed off. Let's start the season. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, this was, this was all right, uh, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Let's take a break. We'll come back after New Year's Eve and we'll, and we'll talk some more. Go spend holidays with your family. We'll get back to arguing next month. Yeah, and you're right. When fans come, and fans, if they allow fans, fans will come in um, and teams will make more money. And this is just going to make negotiations next year all the uglier. Um, right. So good luck to the owners and players and, I, and the fans and all this. It's, yeah, but you're right. But at this moment, I'm excited for baseball. And I know it's only 60 games. But you know what it is? It's 60 games that I can watch on TV. It's 60 games that I can go on uh, my bookie and bet. And I can go on DraftKings and play. And you can lose and, more money. I don't care. I'll lose more money, sure, because I will keep telling myself the Orioles are going to do it when they won't. Uh, how you know much what? money? I'm not going to say are you putting on money because that's not uh, that's a dumb question. How much money are you putting for the Orioles to get to or to win the World Series? Well, see, this is weird because I put some money on the Orioles to win the World Series every year. I know. So I already put it. I already put it down back in like November. So I've got that standing bet. Mm. But I but I've been looking. Are the odds this year higher or lower? Like, do, like, do you have less chance according to the odds to make the World Series in the sixty-game series, or, or a greater chance to make the World Series? The Orioles, according to the odds, I pulled up the odds earlier today. According to the odds, the Orioles have still have a horror, have the worst chance in Major League Baseball. Right. I think it's like them and the Marlins. So maybe but, not um, very much affected by the sixty games. No, but the person who it affects the sixty games are the favorites, like Dodgers. And nationals, teams that would normally roll over people, yeah. are not the favorites because it's more random. It, because it's more random. So then you're talking, looking at the the teams that get a bump in the favorites are the teams that seem to be on the cusp. So like the Braves, the Brewers, the uh, the White Sox, teams like that that are like a step behind. Yeah, where they're like, oh, those young guys can get going sixty games faster. 
Yeah. And you don't need the pitcher that can give you 20 games. Yeah. What do you what do you think about the Orioles chances, Josh? 60 games, honestly, I think they can win 20. Okay. But you know how it goes. I'm going to get behind them and and who knows, I 20 won't get you in the playoffs cuz they I'm disappointed that they didn't do expanded playoffs this year when they were throwing everything else out there. And I'm so now no that expanded I'm, playoffs. Now, Right, no expanded playoffs. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah, and now that I hear myself say 20, that seems like even a far fetch for the Orioles as I, as I do the math of, what, of that's uh, whatever, 30% or something. Yeah. So I'm going to be hopeful, and I'm going to go with 20. Where do you stand for 60 games? Now, you have a, I have a, a good memory, and I'm, I can remember back a few months ago when Chris Davis was hitting every ball – that yes, and, and it that was, it was. He went I can't back, wait to talk about that next week. Yeah, to mid two thousands form, um, or or two thousand fourteen form. I and so there's a bunch of like player storylines that fascinate me: Austin Hayes, Chris Davis, a full year of Hunter Harvey, um, yeah. Alex Cobb coming back. There's a lot of interesting stories, Josh. I'd be more hopeful if Mancini was in the lineup. Yeah, that. That hurts. So that, that stings. That's, that's a different of where I thought there were good storylines in spring training. That's one that stings that's different now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be a downgrade because we're looking at – I don't know who's going to fill in that role. Like a DJ Stewart? Maybe a DJ Stewart. You know, you know who's – Dwight Smith. Ryan, Mount Castle is Mount a guy Castle. who for 60 games you got to put him in there and see what sticks. So yeah. that will be interesting. Yeah, I'm going to be a good experiment. So, yeah, there's great storylines. What – yeah, like, like 60 games, what can Davis do? Is he gonna, or is Davis back to his old ways with no chewing tobacco? Or, or is that going to be good or bad for him? Yeah, I mean, and if all – if across baseball – because teams are so funny with pitchers. So if across baseball they'd be funny with pitchers, like they only let starters throw three innings or four innings. Right. Like that's that's a typical Orioles starter. So maybe that evens the playing <laughs> yeah. field a little bit. Now all the starters are just throwing three in and right. Yeah. Um, if, so if, now it's, things are a little bit more even. Right. If we don't have to face Max Scherzer for nine innings instead just three, and then he's okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's. I mean, the the starter questions. Where uh, how how is our pitching going to be? I mean, I think Jose Iglesias at shortstop. I mean, these are all conversations we had months ago about the Orioles team, but like you could argue we lost, you know, a great pitcher in Bundy, not a great pitcher. We lost a pitcher in Bundy and we lost our best, one of our best players in Villar. So we'll clearly be worse, but I don't know. I'm, and, and Mancini. I, I, oh yeah, certainly. And, and man, having Mancini out. So just putting those things together, um, it looks like a 10 win team, but can you imagine going 10 and 50? <laughs> but, and then, like, you get Kumar Rocker. Like, this is a win-win thing, right? And you get the number one pick in the draft next year. But Right. But I don't know. I, I love Austin Hayes. Um, I love Hunter Harvey for a year. I believe Chris Davis. Like, we, you know, whatever. But, yeah. but it's you and I. We went through those 14 years of losing and still came to every opening day somehow convincing ourselves that this year could be different. Yeah, there, there. there is no year that I didn't – where I thought we would finish in – like even if I thought we finished in last place, I still had hope. Like I could, I could paint a scenario in my mind 
where like we win the wild card or we win the division. Like I can do, I can paint a scenario right, right now where, where we win the division. Yeah, in six, yeah. especially in sixty games. Shoot. Yeah, the Yankees and the Nationals get the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Sox struggle without uh, Mookie Betts. Chris Davis hit sixty home runs and, in sixty and games. Chris, Chris Davis apparently getting rid of the chewing tobacco and uh, playing all sixty games is on fire. And uh, yeah, and all five catchers. Uh, get horribly sick and Adley Rushman has to come up and suddenly we're in the World Series. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do that uh, in the coming weeks. We can write a narrative, each write a narrative of how the Orioles can get to the World Series. Yeah, because, yeah, I'll be putting money for the Orioles to win the World Series this year. I got a good yeah. feeling about them. I got, I got a new betting site I'll tell you about afterwards. All right. All I'm, right. Now, I'm, now, I'm now producing a betting podcast. Okay. So those guys have been uh, giving me some tips. If you can give me a code to give me some money. All right. Um, I'll, I'll take that. Maybe so. But, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the Orioles' chances, knowing full well, like who the Orioles are. Yeah, and I mean, you got to be op- more optimistic than than putting this team across 160 games, because right. the long seasons wear out the mediocre teams and really wear out the bad teams. Right. And this is another reason why I like the thing on second base. Any weird, like the extra inning second base guy. Any weird stuff, advantage Orioles. Because all things yeah. being equal, we lose. So right. we need how, weirdness uh, right. in order for things to go And how away. many times during those uh, horrible years of Orioles baseball did like they start out hot and like you believed in them for April and May and then they, then they crapped the bed, as Bert would always say. And suddenly now you have no time to crap the bed. You can't even think about what you're doing. It's like a, uh, it's like a major league streak. You got you get out get out the uh, cardboard cutout of Peter Angelos and, and and let's win this thing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you have a hot two weeks, like then anything could happen. Hot two weeks, right? Yeah. Then you play, you know, a little bit below five hundred ball, and next thing you know, you're the wild card. Let's go. Does does this sixty game series add? Does it increase or decrease the value of really good starting pitching? Which has been the strong point of Major League Baseball recently is since we got out of the steroid era, the strong point has been you need big start in pitching. Yeah, I mean, in the World Series champs, in a really interesting decision, which seems like 10 years ago, chose to you know, re-up Strasburg and let Anthony Rendon go. And so and I, kind Bryce of choosing yeah. pitching over, over hitting um, – yeah, and so pitching certainly. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because the 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 late start. Again, are you gonna like? Are you gonna right. use kids' gloves the, on the on the on the on the pitchers? Um, or are you gonna say like there's only sixty games, so we'll throw this guy on four days rest because he's only gonna get you know ten starts or fifteen starts anyway. So right. we'll throw him on short rest and we'll, and we'll we'll use the heck out of them. So treat the whole season like the playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because every game. I mean, if you want to look at kind of the uh, the positive, of this sometimes in baseball it feels like games on a Tuesday night. As I mean, the Orioles versus the I don't know versus the Tigers on a Tuesday night seems meaningless. Here, like every game matters. I mean, here there there's. Is that- no one's going to have like a, a you know a fifteen game lead 
going into the last week of the season. Like right. every game is going to matter. There's going to be you a lot of ties. They're going to be do have to do some crazy tiebreaker stuff because why, why ties? Huh? Why ties? Why ties? I'm just like I, I think there'll be multiple teams with the same record oh, at the okay. end of sixty standards. games. Ties yeah. and standings. Tie in the standings. Ties and yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you think they got to or baseball's got to borrow some uh, marketing from from the NFL about you know any given Sunday, each yeah. game matters. Yeah, I mean, I think it does though, yeah. right? Like it increases yeah. the pressure of every single game. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I again, I get I get hyped up because baseball's back. Is there I'm gonna, sure it's sixty games, but it's weird. Is there going to be the, a trade deadline after like thirty games? Like, is there going to be something like that? Yeah, is there going to be trades? Like yeah, a trade deadline. Of course. Yeah, August thirty first. Oh, there is. Yes. So, so about halfway through the season. Yeah, August thirty first will be the trade. Deadline. What's going to happen then? Like, uh, are I teams? Mean, you think well, I, teams want to win a sixty game season as much as they want to win a hundred sixty game season, or will this be like I'm not going all in to win a sixty game season? Yeah, is that what's going to be? I think it's going to be. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be that exciting of a trade of a trade deadline because like. For the Orioles, especially, like what do we what do we talk? We talk about well, if Miguel Givens, Michael, and, uh, you always do that. Uh, oh yeah, if Michael, because of the G in Givens throws me off. Yeah. If Michael Givens can uh, get hot, then June, July, people will be looking at him. Well, he he's not going to have enough time to prove himself. Yeah. For a team, it's going to be incredibly small so, sample sizes with all yeah. these players. Right. So I don't see it being really. I don't know. I don't see it being really hot. Yeah, uh, is today, tomorrow. Tomorrow is when free agency opens up. It's been shut down while baseball has been shut down. Oh, really? So yeah, so there's still a lot of free agents like uh, Yasiel Puig, who's out there now as a free agent. Puig is still a free and, agent. Yeah, yeah, and there's some pitchers who are free agents. Bartolo Colon, I know, is still available. Or yeah, you got. I would love that. Give me him. Give me some Bartolo. Oh, but there's no. Uh, this is very disappointing that we have a chance to get Bartolo and there's a universal DH. Very disappointing there, but yeah, bring bring them. Um, but yeah, it's guys that were kind of waiting the spring, waiting spring training out a little bit, doing what Adam Jones did last year. Yeah, that they got screwed with the coronavirus. Yeah, Adam so Jones looks free agents. Adam Jones looks pretty smart actually right now, right? Yeah, the guy out there playing baseball for millions of dollars while everyone yeah. else is making nothing. Yeah, yep, he's smart. looking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see how the Orioles handle the taxi squad because it's like 40 players. But like you were saying, you're not really going to need to pull 40 players up. So if I was the Orioles, I would put like maybe 10 veterans on there. And then I would put Adley Rushman on the taxi squad and Grayson Rodriguez and, um, and, and the guys we drafted this year. And I would put it with all of our top prospects and I would make that taxi squad just a minor league development season. Because you're not. Gonna, why would the Orioles need to pull ten guys from the taxi squad, let alone forty? Can the yeah, but but what if they need to, Josh? You're not going to pull Grace Rodriguez or Rushman into the season. No, no. But so what if you but need them? How would you need them if you have other veterans in there? If you if you all right. So if you did it's what I say. Taxi squads, thirty players. If you did fifteen veterans and fifteen in your top fifteen draft picks. Or top fifteen prospects. Yeah, you would. There's no way you would need to pull fifteen in. And if major, because if major league baseball had an issue where all of a sudden the Orioles need to replace fifteen players within sixty days, 
that baseball is either going to take a pause for the coronavirus or they're going to say, yeah, that, that uh, we've got to make an exception and we've got to change the rule and we have to do your clock doesn't start if you get pulled up for these 30 games or whatever. Well, I don't think, but why is the Texas squad so big then? I, I don't know. Well, because, because you can't have it. Here's why. Because a taxi squad of 10 people, they can't play games. They can't, they can't have their little inner scrimmages. So you need, like, you need at least 30 so you have 15 on each side so that you can do scrimmages. And, and that's what the taxi squad is going to be doing is a lot of development and a lot of scrimmaging to stay hot. Cause it, so that's why it's going to be 30 players. That's why you're going to see it used as a development opportunity. You think so? I think so. Because, again – what would be the point of putting the all the Norfolk Tide players there? You're, I really think it's 30 players because you can't put 10 and say, here, go, pra- go practice as 10 and be ready to be caught up to the big leagues. you got to do 30. Hmm. But I don't know. And again, the difference is the Orioles season doesn't matter. The most important thing to the Orioles is development, development, development. And in that case, you – forfeit your taxi squad uh, availability so that your guys develop more than just sitting at home. Well, because what we've learned about baseball players is apparently they don't work out on their own at home. I don't think that's true. I, I bet these young, I bet, I assume Mike Elias or, you know, Matt Blood, whoever is doing this, is ha- is has the minor leaguers on some kind of, especially these top prospects, on some kind of, I don't know, workout and something um and so i don't know if that's yeah i don't know i don't know i i'm really curious to see like i don't know how the tax because i could see your argument uh, but then i could also see the argument of no we're not going to mess with you know a 21 year old pitcher we'll let him do his stuff at home individual workouts if, but I don't, I don't know but but if all right if major league baseball was not thinking guys would use the taxi squad for development why would they make as one of the new rules or whatever that the taxi squad does not start your game clock? Yeah, because like, yeah, because they want they're putting that in there because they want you to use it for development. But why would a taxi squad start your game clock anyway? It's like I don't right. It's because it's like a minor league. It's like having one minor league team is what it's like. Right. This is what a minor league team is. You can call upon them any time. Right. Yes. Like that's a minor league team. Right. Yeah. They should have just called it a minor league team. Yeah. Not a taxi squad. Yeah. That. I, they're probably calling it the taxi squad because people would freak out if you said uh, you only get one minor league team and people would say this is the end of minor league baseball. But that's why I have a hard time just in my mind saying a Grayson Rodriguez is on the taxi squad because that implies he could be Ubered up to the major league squad at any point, which is not going to happen. So I think just the terminology of taxi squad has me a little. I don't know. How many reticent. games. I don't, and that, part of it is I don't understand how players' clocks work. Like no one if does. The Ori- no one does. You know, like if the Orioles called Grayson Rodriguez up and he only played twenty games as with the Orioles, or was only up in the bullpen for twenty games, but he only actually, but he was on the taxi squad. So let's say he he only got it, got into one game over fifteen games or whatever. Does that hurt his clock? If he's on, like, is it does yeah. it count as a full season if he's only up for a couple games? I think it would affect when they would call him up the next year because I think it's it's cumulative over years even. So 
even if it didn't count as a whole year, it could count as like two thirds of a year or something, which means going into next year, um, he could only do a third of the year or whatever. So like, I think like September call-ups don't count against it. Right. Um, but, but I don't know. All, all I know is uh, it's really popular. <laughs> That's all I know about it to have a guy ready. And for some reason, teams like to wait until like May, mid May, the end of May, uh, yeah. or into June to, 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 to call them up. Um, right. I, but yeah, it, yeah. I don't know how many games you can bring up in a certain season, and and is it by games or is it the percentage of the season with a sixty game season? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I would have liked to. I remember I was the one hoping for that you can call anyone up and it doesn't affect your game clock. Yeah, I mean I'm hoping for that. Obviously, for PA wouldn't go for that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Get rid of the get rid of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Again, it comes into that whole, it's a weird year. Anything's possible. Would you put a big asterisk next to the team that wins? Or is it still a world championship? Yeah, I mean, in some ways, I think it's extra special, right? Like, it's, like, that team will be always be, like, the winner of this World Series, I feel like, is always going to be remembered. You, you, you might forget who won five years ago. But you're going to remember who won the year that coronavirus like was ravishing the country. So I, like I think this. it's actually an asterisk yeah. to make it even more special. Yeah, yeah. You're saying like the Astros get an asterisk for cheating. Uh, the winner this year gets an exclamation point yes. for how exciting it was that you were able to win a 16 Yeah, it's season. better to win this year than any other year. Than to cheat. Yeah. I think a lot of people will say it's not better to win this year, but I like what you're saying. But, but don't you think that we'll remember who, won, who wins this year? More than any other year, I guess. But will you? But we remember. It depends who wins. If it's the Yankees, if it's the Dodgers, if it's the Nationals, no. If it's if it's a lesser team, yeah. if it's a random team like the Orioles, the Padres, yeah, totally. Yeah. And the reason you'll remember it is because everyone will talk trash about how that's not a real victory, which would be awesome. And I would love to have that debate all day, mm-hmm. every day. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. The lack of the season hurts the Orioles probably more than anyone because the Orioles need that development. Yeah, but, because our minor league teams, we talked about this before, was more important than our major right. league team. And yep. our minor league teams aren't playing, so it hurts us more. Right. So, who knows? It'll just be fun. Baseball's back. Uh, How will spring training be covered? Are we going to get um, – Is Rock will Rock be down there with, da- with daily updates to spring training? Is that to be expected? I, Quotes from players and coaches? I, don't, I doubt it. I don't know. Or it's going to be in I have uh, no idea. No visitors in isolation. I mean, fans I will. There's... If, I mean, fans will show up wherever they are, right? Right. Even if they don't let them in, like, they'll be around. Right. They'll be out at the fence. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I hope we. I don't care. We'll do a glass bubble and let them put a piece of glass between like the interview desk and the and the reporters do something have all the players yeah. wear the face shields yeah when baseball starts spring training on july 1st they're the only game in town they need to do whatever they can they need to get practices on tv they need every spring training game on tv even though they're all inner squad games it doesn't matter you think madison will televise oriole inner squad games <sighs> no they should but I don't think they will. Yeah. Um, I think you, maybe you'll see maybe the Yes Network know, social media stuff. Maybe the but, Yes Network would do the Yankees because they're pretty good yeah. about that stuff. 
And they, what they should do is they should put all the cameramen like up in the like. A lot of the cameramen are already like up in the upper decks and stuff, so they're far enough away all by themselves. You don't put fans in there. Those cameramen aren't going to get sick. They're far away all by themselves. That's true. Um, they need to do something because we need sports. And it'd be good, it'd be good practice for them, right? Uh, to get ready for the regular season. Yeah, just yeah. like the spring training, we talk about being practice for the announcers to get in. Uh... Right, right. We talked with Jeff Arnold and how he was like, "This is his first season." Given the opportunity to announce, he only got to call like two spring training games. You got to get him in there, let him call these inter squad games. Especially might as well broadcast calling them. without fans is something that I think announcers going to need to get used to because yeah, it's so quiet. Call, <laughs> yeah, and and calling a game when your partner is six feet away from you at a different table. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. just excited next time that Hyde and Chris Davis have a run in, we'll be able to hear the entire conversation. So that's I'm really right. excited about that. Well, well, I saw it said no fighting. That players are not allowed to fight. They're not allowed fight. to fight? Not allowed to fight. Well, isn't that always Paul, a rule? Paul's are they ever allowed to fight? <laughs> it was listed. It was listed as no fighting. Hold up. Uh, so they've been allowed to fight this whole time? Yeah, apparently. But I, um, I saw, I think it's the radio team will travel with the team, but the TV broadcast team will be doing it remotely. Yeah, I saw that. I think is what I saw. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why they chose it that way i guess because radio you more got to paint the picture you don't want the delays and camera angles and stuff radio requires more of being able to visually be there to uh kind of judge the ball off the bat and stuff more than tv yeah i mean i've been announcing games remotely by myself in my house for years now so <laughs> right right um i don't know it's all gonna be weird and i can't wait yeah i'm excited about it too so, when will spring training start? July 1st, players report. All right. Spring training starts July 3rd. Why? Like they got to check in, I think, on the 1st to get their, like, corona test. Why, why do I have to wait till the 1st? So people get their plane tickets or something? Yeah, yeah. Because apparently... It takes a uh, week to get a plane ticket uh, these days? It's more than a week. They made the decision yesterday yeah. on the 23rd. Yeah, right. Oh, never mind. Week. It's a week. A week is a week from today. So, it's eight days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, whatever, so, whatever. I'm not nitpicking. I'm happy. I'm happy baseball is back. Yep, exactly. Be positive. Anything can happen. Let's just go with that and, and see. That's right. I like to do those chances. Yeah. Do we have an advertiser day, Josh, or no? Oh, yeah, we do. Thanks for reminding me that our show is brought to you by Manscaped. Like uh, the past few weeks, support for today's episode come from Manscaped. Manscaped has the right tools to get the job done quickly, safely, and hygienically. Uh, they are the company that has forever changed the, the grooming game with the perfect package 3.0. No mistakes, no accidental cuts, uh, nice and clean with their 7,000 RPM trimmer to help prevent accidents all around the world. Um, so go on over to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code BIRDLAND. 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com, use the code BIRDLAND. It's summer, it's dad bod season, and it's time to get smooth. And as always, your balls will thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's our designated uh, sponsor for June and into July. All right. Get, get, get right. your Manscaped gear. All right, let's get out of here. Yep. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening to another episode.
edition of Section 336. You can find the show on Twitter and Facebook at Section 336 Show. Go ahead to iTunes and subscribe and write us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at Section 336. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.